Good evening. Today is Thursday, December 12th, 2019. I'm your host, Jacob, for the Daily Office Evening Prayer. Our readings for this evening are Psalm 37, 19 through 42, Amos 9, 1 through 10, Revelation 2, 8 through 17, and Matthew 23, 13 through 26. Almighty, everlasting God, let our prayer in your sight be as incense, the lifting up of our hands as the evening sacrifice. Give us grace to behold you, present in your word and sacraments, and to recognize you in the lives of those around us. Stir up in us the flame of that love which burned in the heart of your Son as he bore his passion, and let it burn in us to eternal life and to the ages of ages. Amen. Seek him who made the Pleiades and Orion, and turns deep darkness into the morning, and darkens the day into night, who calls for the waters of the earth and pours them out upon the surface of the earth. God is her name. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by her infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O God, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Mother in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Creator, Redeemer, Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O Giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from Psalm 37, verses 19 through 42. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not be envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in God and do good. 
so you will live in the land and enjoy security. Take delight in God. And God will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to God. Trust in her and she will act. She will make your vindication shine like the light and the justice of your cause like the noonday. Be still before God and wait patiently for her. Do not fret over those who prosper in their way, over those who carry out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For the wicked shall be cut off, but those who wait for God shall inherit the land. Yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look diligently for their place, they will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them, but God laughs at the wicked, for she sees that their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy, to kill those who walk uprightly. Their, short, their sword shall enter their own heart and their bows shall be broken. Better is a little that the righteous person has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but God upholds the righteous. God knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will abide forever. They are not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine they have abundance. But the wicked perish, and the enemies of God are like the glory of the pasture. They vanish. Like smoke, they vanish away. The wicked borrow and do not pay back, but the righteous are generous and keep giving. For those blessed by God shall inherit the land, but those cursed by her shall be cut off. Our steps are made firm by God when she delights in our way. Though we stumble, we shall not fall headlong. For God holds us by the hand. I have been young, and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are ever giving liberally and lending, and their children become a blessing. Depart from evil and do good. 
so you shall abide forever. For God loves justice. She will not forsake her faithful ones. The righteous shall be kept safe forever. But the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and live in it forever. The mouths of the righteous utter wisdom, and their tongues speak justice. The law of their God is in their hearts. Their steps do not slip. The wicked watch for the righteous and seek to kill them. God will not abandon them to their power or let them be condemned when they are brought to trial. Wait for God and keep to her way, and she will exalt you to inherit the land. You will look on the destruction of the wicked. I have seen the wicked oppressing and towering like a cedar of Lebanon. Again I passed by, and they were no more. Though I sought them, they could not be found. Mark the blameless and behold the upright. For there is posterity for the peaceable, but transgressors shall be altogether destroyed. The posterity of the wicked shall be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from God. She is their refuge in the time of trouble. God helps them and rescues them. She rescues them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in her. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Amos chapter 9, verses 1 through 10. I saw God standing beside the altar, and he said, Strike the capitals until the thresholds shake, and shatter them on the heads of all the people. And those who are left I will kill with the sword. Not one of them shall flee away, not one of them shall escape. Though they dig into Sheol, from there shall my hand take them. Though they climb up to heaven, from there I will bring them down. Though they hide themselves on the top of Carmel, from there I will search out and take them. And though they hide from my sight at the bottom of the sea, there I will command the sea serpent, and it shall bite them. And though they go into captivity in front of their enemies, there I will command the sword, and it shall kill them. And I will fix my eyes on them for harm and not for good. The Lord, God of hosts, she who touches the earth and it melts, and all who live in it mourn, and all of it rises like the Nile, and sinks again like the Nile of Egypt, who builds her upper chambers in the heavens, and founds her vault upon the earth, who calls for the waters of the sea, and pours them out upon the surface of the earth. God is her name. Are you not like the Ethiopians to me? O people of Israel, says God, did I not bring Israel up from the land of Egypt, and the Philistines from Kephthor, and the Arameans from Kir? The eyes of God are upon the sinful kingdom, and I will destroy it from the face of the earth, except that I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob, says God. For lo, I will command and shake the house of Israel among all the nations, as one shakes with a sieve, but no pebble shall fall to the ground. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, who say, 
Evil shall not overtake or meet us. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle J, a song of Judith. I will sing a new song to my God. For you are great and glorious, wonderful in strength, invincible. Let the whole creation serve you. For you spoke and all things came into being. You sent your breath and it formed them. No one is able to resist your voice. Mountains and seas are stirred to their depths. Rocks melt like wax at your presence. But to those who fear you, you continue to show mercy. No sacrifice, however fragrant, can please you. But whoever fears God shall stand in your sight forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation chapter 2, verses 8 through 17. And to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These are the words of the first and the last, who was dead and came to life. I know your affliction and your poverty, even though you are rich. I know the slander on the part of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are synagogue of Satan. Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Beware, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison so that you may be tested, and for ten days you will have affliction. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Let anyone who has an ear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Whoever conquers will not be harmed by the second death. And to the angel of the church in Pergamum write, these are the words of he who has of him who has the sharp two-edged sword. I know where you are living, where Satan's throne is, yet you are holding fast my name. And you did not deny your faith in me, even in the days of Antipas my witness, my faithful one, who was killed among you, where Satan lives. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who brought Balak to a stumbling block before the people of Israel, so that they would eat food sacrificed to idols and practice fornication. So you also have some who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Repent then. If not, I will come to you soon and make war against them with the sword of my mouth. Let anyone who has an ear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. To everyone who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give a white stone. And, the white, and on the white stone is written a new name that no one knows except the one who receives it. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These are the words of the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze. Sorry, I've read one verse too long. 
hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle S, a song of our true nature. Christ revealed our frailty and our falling, our trespasses and our humiliations. Christ also revealed his blessed power, his blessed wisdom and love. He protects us as tenderly and as sweetly when we are in greatest need. He raises us in spirit and turns everything to glory and joy without ending. God is the ground and the substance, the very essence of nature. God is the true father and mother of natures. We are all bound to God by nature, and we are all bound to God by grace. And this grace is for all the world, because it is our precious mother, Christ. For this fair nature was prepared by Christ, for the honor and nobility of all, and for the joy and bliss of salvation. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 23, verses 13 through 26. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you lock people out of the kingdom of heaven. For you do not go in yourselves, and when others are going in, you stop them. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cross sea and land to make a single convert, and you make the new convert twice as much a child of hell as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, whoever swears by the sanctuary is bound by nothing, but whoever swears by the gold of the sanctuary is bound by the oath. You blind fools! For which is greater, the gold or the sanctuary that has made the gold sacred? And you say, whoever swears by the altar is bound by nothing, but whoever swears by the gift that is on the altar is bound by the oath. How blind are you? For which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? So whoever swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it, and whoever swears by the sanctuary swears by it and by the one who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by the one who is seated upon it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you tithe mint, dill, and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, and mercy, and faith. It is these you ought to have practiced without neglecting the others. You blind guides, you strain out a gnat, but swallow a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and of the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup, so that the outside may also become clean. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
Let's say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Mother Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, her only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the mother. She will come again, he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Mother in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your queendom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the queendom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We'll use suffrages set B, which begin on page 122 of the Book of Common Prayer. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O God. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O God. That we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O God. That there may be peace to your church and to the whole world, we entreat you, O God, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O God, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of St. Catherine and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O God. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Most holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, so that our minds may be fixed on the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness through the mercies of Christ Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Be our light in the darkness, O God. And in your great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers from these deep nights of the soul. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I have only a few minutes to share thoughts. Um, I hope that that's not disappointing to you. I highly encourage you always to go through the readings yourselves and see what the Spirit leads you to in your particular context. I did read all of Psalm 37 instead of just our selection. I'm glad that I did because it really spoke to me. It was encouraging to me. I had a conversation just an hour or two ago, um, let's see, two hours ago, with a dear friend of mine on the way home from work. And work had kind of ended on a discouraging and anxious note, and I was fretting. And we talked about leaving things in God's hands. Um, my friend is blessed with some innate ability to be able to just leave work at work and not worry about it. Um, and I think that that's wonderful. But because he can do it without thinking about it, <laughs> he couldn't tell me how to do it. <laughs> so the advice I was looking for, we kind of talked through together. And, and then I prayed. I prayed that God will handle everything that I have had to leave undone at work so that I could go to an equally important job. I would say more important, but the one kind of feeds the other, right? My, my job with my son as his mother is the most important job in my life. It is my primary focus. And I do my job at work in order to do my job as a mother. So I prayed that that grace would cover any, mis any mistakes that I made, that resolution would be found, that protection would be given, And that God would take care of it. That all these things that I've left undone, I'm leaving in God's hands. It's hard for me to leave things undone. Maybe it's hard for you too. I want everything to be fixed and everybody to be happy before I leave for the day. But that doesn't always happen. As a matter of fact, I guess we could say that it kind of rarely happens in this age of doing, doing more with less. 
So this was a really good reminder to me. I mean, it, it starts out, do not fret. So a reminder to, to not fret and to not worry and to trust it to God and trust it to God and trust in God. Whatever it is in this particular moment, it was work stuff for me. For you, it might be something else that is out of your hands, a, a diagnosis or a treatment or any number of things. And none of it is too small or too big for God. We do what we can. We are all human. We are doing at any given moment in time the best that we can. In this psalm also, in addition to encouragement to not fret and to trust God, is also encouragement to do our best and some examples of what that spiritual best looks like. So I would take it as a vision of the people that we're growing into and what that looks like and not a checklist of things we must do to be loved and taken care of by God. For God loves and takes care of us no matter what. It's not something that we have to earn. And I think that we can view our reading from Amos into similar content, that part of that becoming the people that we were created to be, part of living into that vision of the spiritual people living close to God and living and walking in God's will, part of the evolution or part of the transformation is probably the better word to that place necessarily involves, as we talked about last time, some pain. And I think Amos here speaks to that sifting. I'm choosing in this moment, in, in our current context, to look at this reading, not literally, but figuratively, and not on the scope of a people, but on the scope of a person. So if we looked at this as though it's applied to each and every one of us, we can see that God here is saying, that God will pursue us relentlessly to conquer that in us which needs to be sifted, separated, culled. There are things, patterns, behaviors, responses, I guess reactions is the better word there too, that, that we have carried with us for so long and have become part of us. And I definitely in this season I am feeling that, that I, I don't like the way I'm reacting to the world around me right now. I've, I've kind of gotten beaten down into this place where I'm not responding from faith and love. I am reacting, and not all the time, but more often than I would like, 
um, from that place of fear, um, place of woundedness. And so this is a great reminder for me personally, especially in this season, as we've been talking about Advent, for me to lift all of these things that have become embedded in my personality up to God and allow God to sift and to cull. God, help me to respond from my authentic self, from faith and love. And anything, even if it was a behavior that worked before, a coping mechanism that served me well in survival, I'm ready to evolve to the next step. Shift, use this time of trial to shift and shake me. and sift out all that is no longer helpful, anything that comes between me or you, me and you, anything that clouds faith and love. I think, unfortunately, my friends, I'm going to have to wrap up there without sharing thoughts on the last two readings. I've, I've got to run and get Jack. So I apologize for leaving you hanging. I entreat you to read or to reflect on your own and to let me know what your thoughts were about how this fits, how these readings fit into your personal perspective at this moment and then how that fits into the universal context of humanity. Because I think that we are all, especially in our culture in America, going through a time where it's time to relook at major foundational structures and the processes and responses that we as a society have put into place, whether intentionally or inherently. And I think a sifting needs to take place in that greater community as well. Definitely in our nation, probably across the, well, definitely in our nation, definitely across the globe too. There are, there are ways in which we have operated as humanity that don't serve us. And it's time, it's time to look at them. It's time to look at our geopolitical structures and determine what is moving us forward and what is holding us back. And God help us 
remove the things that are holding us back. God, help us with the, this is part of a conversation I had with my son today. It is hard and it is frustrating to relearn our language, to relearn or to learn anew, to unlearn old ways of expressing ourselves and to learn new, more accurate ways of expressing ourselves that no longer rely on slurs against minority groups, that no longer rely on offensive words. It's hard and it's frustrating and it seems at times impossible, but it's one example of the way in which we need to sift and shift and evolve. God, help us all with that. In your holy name we pray. Amen. And I'm going to kind of skip to the closing there. Thank you for bearing with me, friends. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.